I want to today get into this, this whole idea of Romans chapter eight, based on uh, or, or with the with the with the background of Psalm twenty three. So I want to read some. I want to go to that portion of Psalm twenty three um, that I want to that I want to deal with it with. Okay, uh, he says that um, in verse two, he offers a resting place for me. Um, in his luxurious love, in his tracks, uh, take me into an oasis of peace, the quiet book of bliss, brook of bliss. And then later on, he says, I'll never be lonely for you are near. I will never be lonely for you are near. And you have to see that. Uh, so now jump over to, to uh, Romans. Um, I'm going to share some things out of chapter seven, because you have to read chapter five, six and seven together. Actually, five, six, seven and eight together because it you know it starts off with uh therefore being justified by faith we have peace with god and then he goes into into the law and into how the law couldn't bring us into that but how god was able to um to through grace and through his love set us free from that and even though we go through these struggles and he says he says this in chapter 7 verse um Actually, I can't see it. <laughs> Verse 18. Lord, help my eyes. Okay. I know that nothing good lives within the flesh of my fallen humanity. The longings to do what is right are within me, but the willpower is not enough to accomplish it. Your willpower alone cannot accomplish the breaking, um, and, 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 you know, like like people have this. Uh, some people have pornography um, addiction, and what they do is um, they 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 think that by their willpower they can overcome this this obstacle. And I got to tell you that willpower does not work. Cold showers they may work for a time, but it doesn't doesn't get rid of this addiction. Okay, so. When Paul is saying that nothing good dwells in his mortal humanity and you can't deal with it through willpower, you can't. I'm going to be good today until somebody cuts you off while you're driving and then all of a sudden you're not good. Okay? Something happens. The longings to do what is right are within me, but the willpower is not enough to accomplish it. Uh, Verse 19, my lofty desires to do what is good are dashed when I do things I want do thing do the things I want to avoid. Okay? So your willpower and your lofty desires to be good today. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yell at anybody. I'm not going to uh curse today. I'm not going to look at pornography today. I'm not going to um you know uh, be depressed today. I mean you you can have this willpower and you can go through the exercises. But all of those lofty desires are destroyed when you fall or when you when you don't make it. Okay, in other words. Your lofty desires to to work today, to be clean and to be pure today, when you fail, you start feeling like a failure. You start feeling that that you will never be able to do it, and you get even more discouraged and more depressed. Verse 20, so if my behavior contradicts the desires to do good, I must conclude that it is not my true identity doing it. But the unwelcomed intruder of sin hindering me from being who I really am. 
Okay, so you have to understand that the struggles that you face are unwelcomed intruders that come into your, that come into your area and they're trying to keep you from being who you really are. Okay, some of the best people that ever hung around me, um, whenever I would miss it or whenever I would fail or whenever I would fall, um, the, 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 the best ones always came up and they said, Tom, come on, that's not who you are. Even the Holy Spirit, who doesn't condemn, because the Bible says that God didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Okay? So you, you have to see this, that, that condemnation says you are your failure. If you fail, I remember this movie, it's called Basic with John Travolta and um, Samuel L. Jackson. And in the movie, uh, one of the characters says, when you fail enough times, what you are is a failure. That's condemnation. You know, uh, when you fall or, or fall into pornography, condemnation says you are, um, you are a porn addict. If you fall into lust, you are a lustful, this is what you are. When you, when you steal, you are a thief. That's your identity. Well, actually the Holy Spirit says, come on. You're better than that. You're better than that. That's not who you are. That's not your destiny. Let's, let's, let's clean this up. Let's fix it. That's not your destiny. Let's start walking in your destiny. Okay. Then he says, I give in verse 25, I give all thanks to God for his mighty power has finally provided a way through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So if left to myself, the flesh uh, is aligned with the law of sin, but now my renewed mind is fixed on and submitted to God's righteous principle. So, so you, 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 you have to see that if you're left to yourself, okay, he says this, if you, if you are left to yourself, you have to live by the law. Okay. And you don't have to do that because you have a renewed mind. You have, you have salvation in Jesus that, that you can come to Jesus and, and he who comes to him, he will in no wise cast out okay he says uh, he says then he goes then he starts off in romans chapter 8 which is the conclusion or the or the bringing together of of uh romans 5 6 and 7 he says this so now the case is closed there is now therefore no condemnation there remains no accusing voice and whose accuser of the of the brethren is the enemy himself the devil himself there remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. For the law, here it is, there's a new law, the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. The written law is now superseded by the law of the spirit of life. Now, that means that you still need to love the Lord your God. You have to look at the law based upon the cross. So if it passes through the cross, such as love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, I have um, two things where I pray the Shema uh, going into my bedroom and also going into into my home. I have two of those things, and I, and I, and I pray the Shema coming in. Um, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. 
And I will love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my might. And this is what I pray when I walk into the house. I always keep him, you know, the, the centerpiece of my life. And it's this law that comes in, that part of the law goes through the cross. Okay? Thou shalt not kill goes through the cross. Don't murder anybody. All right? Don't steal. Don't, um, don't commit adultery. You know? Children, love your parents in the Lord. Okay? All those things went through the cross, but there are laws that, that the cross, uh, fulfilled, such as animal sacrifices for, for, uh, for atonement. You don't have to sacrifice a lamb anymore for atonement, for, for, for forgiveness. You don't have to do that anymore because God, Jesus already did it on the cross. For God achieved what the law was unable to accomplish. The law's purpose was to show you how to get to God. That's religion. Me trying to reach up to God, that's religion. God turns around and he, and he prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Because the law, the physical law, was limited by the weakness of human nature. Now, the law is really cool if you can do it. I mean, if you can, you know, if you can um, um, do all 936 or 963 law of the law that's there, my, my hat's off to you. I need the blood of Jesus. Yet God sent us his son in human form to identify with human weakness, clothed with humanity. God's Son gave His body to be the sin offering so that God could once for all condemn the guilt and the power of sin. So God doesn't condemn you. God condemns the guilt. God condemns the shame and God condemns the sin. All right? Somebody asked me one time, um, if God loves, or if I love, and God loves uh, people that don't agree with me, I say, yeah. God loves God loves everybody that doesn't agree. He loves the people that do agree. God loves, regardless. God will never change that. What God wants to do, he, he doesn't have to like your sin, and he doesn't, because it cost him the life of Jesus to pay for your freedom. And he doesn't want you to walk in that anymore. Hear what I'm saying. He doesn't want you to walk in that sin anymore because that was one of the lashes. That was the beating that Jesus took. Somebody asked me, I hurt God. And I I was like, well, you know, yeah. The only thing that God gets angry at is when you don't respond to his love. That's the only thing that makes him angry. Apathy. He's pursuing you. He's passionately coming after you. He's done all of this stuff, and yet apathy is the thing that destroys him. Heidi Baker said that that apathy and and um, you know not responding to his love makes God angry. Can God get angry? Of course he can. 
because they turned their back, because the angels turned their back on God. And he, and he, and he threw them, he cast them out of heaven. And he said, it's the pit of darkness that's there right now. Prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay, and don't think that hell is a well-oiled machine. It's not. It's a bunch of rebellious imps that, that desperately want to take charge. So now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through Christ or the anointed one living his life in us. And we are free to live not according to the flesh, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. And he says, those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue the benef- what benefits themselves. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. For the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset controlled by the Spirit finds life and peace. God wants to change your mindsets. He says, be renewed, be be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Get a new mindset. Don't think that, you know, uh, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. Get that stuff out and understand that, that, that God wants to renew your mind and get a mindset set on the Holy Spirit. Okay. I love this. You know, that, 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 uh, he gives you this brand new mindset controlled by the Spirit because that finds life and peace. Okay. That part finds life and peace. The, 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 the mindset on the flesh and, 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 and bringing all that stuff onto you. Okay. Only brings about death. That's all. There's no hope in it. And God wants to set that apart. Okay. It's in fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to his direction. I mean, you've seen people like this, right? You've seen people who have, who, who, whose flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to his direction because it can't. It's impossible. For no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure in those who are controlled by the flesh. And I'm talking about religion as well. The religious spirit wants you to do God's stuff out of the flesh. I don't smoke and I don't chew and I don't go with girls who do. I went to a Bible college and, and uh, we used to, <laughs> that was the, um, I don't want to say mantra, but that was a joke that we had going around. And, 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 and we just got to understand that God wants to take us out of Doing things for performance sake, doing things for, for other sakes. And he wants us to come boldly before the throne of grace in, in his love and come before him. God doesn't find pleasure in those people, in, in those people that are controlled by the flesh. He has no pleasure in that. But when the spirit of Christ empowers your life, you are not determined or you're not dominated by the flesh, but by the Spirit. You need to be controlled by the Spirit. And 
If you are not joined to the spirit of the anointed one, you are not of him. So you need to be joined with him. Now, there's a guy on one of the social apps that um, that I go on for fun. Uh, and and uh, this gentleman kept talking about, you know, he let, you know, he, 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 somebody asked him this question, a non-believer asked him this question. Can you curse? Cause he curses a lot. Can you curse in front of Jesus? And he goes, yeah, when I'm praying, I curse. His, his mind is still controlled by the flesh because that's what the flesh does. It speaks out a curse. He uses cuss words, but they're curses. And, and, and he says that, that, that God overlooks, he doesn't overlook stuff. God loves you. And he says, because God loves you. And I was like, well, yeah, God loves you, but he, he didn't die on the cross so that we, you know, Paul says this. Should we sin that grace may abound? Let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth. Just saying. I'm not talking about legalism here. I'm talking about loving the Lord. Change, changing your mindset. Changing your mindset on the things of the flesh and putting the mindset on the Spirit of Christ because that brings you life and peace. Be transformed by the renewing of, the, of your mind. Paul just spent three chapters talking about the difference between sin and grace and God's love. And Romans chapter 8 will talk about nothing can separate us from his love. You can't push God away. It's impossible. He loves you. There's people in hell today. Everybody in hell today. God loved each of them. Because it cost him the life of his son to buy them. And he still loves them. Anyway, that's it we're going to do today. And uh, have a nice tomorrow, whether you do church online, you go to church, or if you fellowship with a few people or just fellowship with your family, it doesn't matter. Just go ahead and do it and, and enjoy, have fun, be a part of what God's doing in your neighborhood. Sometimes you just, you know, you can't get out of the house, so sometimes you just got to lay on the floor and let God touch you, Right? Well, God bless you guys. You have a great day, a great weekend. Um, you know, and, 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 we're, and we're walking through things because I want you to see the steps, the pathway to freedom. Okay. You're going to go through things, but I want to see, I want to see you go through the pathway of freedom to get to where you want to go. Right. And, um, yeah, and on a different note, you know, I'm, Thinking about growing a beard, you know, I don't know, you still can't see it yet, but, um, you know, if you think I should, think I should cut my hair, just put a little comment in there as well. And, um, yeah. So anyway, God bless you guys. You have a great day. I want to tell you that being 63, there's literally no different <laughs> than being 62. I just been around the sun one more time. Anyway, God bless you guys. You have a great day. Talk to you next time.